0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast hosted by hashtagbasketball.com and my favorite daily fantasy site, draft.com. Where if you join right now using the promo code boxes, you will get your first entry to a game for free on us. That is the promo code boxes. I am your host, Mike Katrin, and joining me as always. Is Tyler Watts. What's
1: up, Tyler? Oh, Michael, what a great day it is to be alive. Um,
0: it's, it's, it's a great day. It's always a great day to be alive in, in, in that context. But um, it might not be a great day for a lot of people who, um, who've woken up to injuries over the last... I mean, I thought we had a lot of injuries over the weekend. We're having a lot of injuries this week, too.
1: Oh, I feel like injuries are the name of, of the game, and in, in some, the the injuries never stop in basketball.
0: I mean, yes, and I agree with you. There's always like bad injuries every year. Um, this year just feels—I don't know—just feels a little bit more significant. It feels like they're clustered, maybe a little bit more, which is obviously a random occurrence, but um, it just feels like fancy basketball is being impacted. By injuries more than usual. It's always impacted, but this year feels more.
1: I have not ran the data, so I cannot answer one way or another.
0: But right, I believe on you've... That. you start running that data, man. You no, know, that's my specialty. Yeah, get to work. Um, so yeah, like I mean, let's. We have another full docket. Like I guess you know, a few weeks ago uh, during the holidays, we were kind of like. Yeah, there's not a not a lot to talk about. Now there's tons to talk about. So yeah, let's just let's just get right into it. Um man, where I guess we're gonna have to start with all the injuries, and then we'll get to some of the trade rumors and uh some of the some of the other news. But um the injuries those often go you know semi-quickly. So let's start with um uh, John Wall, who must've been playing with this injury because he sucked for most of the year. And he well, we
1: knew he was right. I mean, he would say was, that his uh, knee still hurt. I mean, he would just blatantly say it. He didn't give a shit.
0: Yeah. And he was playing on it, playing on it. And um, eventually they decided to do a, a procedure to clean his knee out. He is expecting to miss the next two months. And that is a significant part of the season. Uh, that means he won't be back till the end of, of uh mid to the end of march if you are a john wall owner what are you doing right now
1: well i mean if i'm chasing right i think you probably cut john wall and let's put it this way too we we talk about this a lot right know when your playoffs are if your playoffs end in the middle of march well that's the soonest john wall inspector come back six weeks if your playoffs are over in six weeks why would you hold john wall anymore
0: yeah if you have an i r spot i think if wall is available for the the finals so if you're if your playoffs goes into april end of march april i would use my i r spot on john wall but like you're saying you know your schedule obviously and if 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 john wall's not gonna matter it's time it's time to move on and you know if you're if you're not going to uh uh, make the playoffs right now, and you, you don't have any room in your our sp- spot. Might be time to drop John Wall real quick.
1: Well, and I'll say this too, right? That you figure if he misses even just six weeks, that that first week he's probably going to be ramping up. That he's not just going to miss six weeks and then come out and play thirty-five minutes a game. So, plus if the Wizards are in contention, right there they're going to want to save him for the playoffs. So they're going to play him 15, 20 minutes a night and kind of just try to get his conditioning back. And he's not going to produce much for you in fantasy. In saying that John Wall is probably assists per minute, one of the best players in the NBA.
0: So he's probably worth holding. You know, what's not the craziest idea is to trade him, trade him. Someone who's going to make the playoffs for anything, anything at all. Not the craziest idea. Doubt it's going to work um, because it's kind of like a situation we'll talk about later where if you try to trade someone, you're obviously good to buy out. Um, no one's going to trade you for that player. So it might not work, probably won't. But John Wall, uh, un, uh, not touchable anymore. And um, that leads to the Washington. Is there any value from anyone, uh, that's, any value that's going to be gained by anyone on on Washington?
1: Um. I'm not going for a point guard on Washington. Tim Frazier, Thomas Sadoransky. I mean, yeah, sure they'll probably both play some minutes and do some things, but neither one has a super fantasy friendly game. I think Kelly Ubre is probably the one who sees the biggest uptick in value and since he's gonna get more shots and more touches and more opportunities.
0: Yeah, I for standard league wise, I think Kelly Ubre, um, who has been standard league. Uh, semi-relevant for most of the year. Probably becomes a little bit more relevant. Obviously, uh, everybody else on the team probably going to get a few more touches, including Markeith Morris, Frazier, and Sanaretsky. You know what? The, I would stream I, if I'm looking for assists. I would, uh, I would, I would probably use one of them as a uh, as a streaming option. Simply because you know they're going to get the opportunity to play. Uh, extended minutes and you're going to have to monitor that situation to see who's going to get the most minutes out of the two of those guys. But yeah, it's well, not, there's nothing to, I don't think there's anything to jump at here.
1: Well, and I'll say this too, in the games we've seen while well, this season, they seem to be playing the hot hand, right? Like it's, it's the old, the old school Fred Hoiberg, right? Like, okay, you missed your first five shots. We're going to give Tim Frazier a chance. Okay. Tim Frazier made his first two. We're going to play him 30 minutes tonight. And then the next game Sateranski does, you know, it's just the opposite.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be a that's a crap shoot and that's like the worst case scenario for anyone who's playing fantasy. So, um, you know, I, that's why I wouldn't pick up either one of them to to keep. But um, just you know, if you pay attention, perhaps you can find a pattern, perhaps you're, you can get announced some on your Twitter of who's going to start that night. So, um, take a chance if you're desperate for assists i i wonder if this makes the wizards a little bit more uh trade friendly
1: well the the problem i guess there is they don't have a ton of cap room so that makes things difficult um i've mentioned them in some of my trade pieces though that i I think that they're going to make a move now and i mean wouldn't they love to have a guy like george Hill?
0: yeah he would fit in real well especially right now. The
1: deal is very tough to make though. Money-wise, um, obviously nothing's impossible, but it's, it's very tough to make for them uh, money-wise.
0: Let's go to the next injury of another um, well player who's been playing better than John Wall. Kevin Love broken hand out for also six to eight weeks, about two months returning near the same Time that John Wall will be returning. So same kind of scenario. If he's not going to matter in your playoffs, it's time to move on. Uh, I would keep an IR spot open for Kevin Love, though, if if he is bound to um, fit into your finals. Um, I guess calculations. I also wouldn't want to like drop him and let some idiot who's going to make the playoffs. If you're not making the playoffs, pick him up just so he can sneak into the sneak him into his lineup. For the the final week, of I'll the say this:
1: Kevin Love's is a hand injury, so you gotta like his chances of staying in a better shape and probably being able to play a few more minutes when he first comes back from that injury.
0: Yeah, um, and like the Cavs are gonna be like really trying to make the playoffs at that time, so you know they're gonna really need him.
1: You passed over the biggest news though of this injury. What? Wait, what is it? What is it? That. Is Hashtag team Mike is falling off very fast here in the all-star draft we did last week.
0: Oh, that is true. Um, we, if you check out an episode two episodes ago, we did a Blake Griffin trade in our previous episode last week. We did a episode, uh, we did an all-star draft who is going to be the better for per, uh performance for the rest of the year. I'm down two players. Now, John wall, I wasn't going to play. He wasn't, I was going to drop him. <laughs> But now I'm down. Uh, Kevin Love. They were like my last two picks. So I'm not. I'm. You know what? I'm. I'm gonna have to say, in the interest of fairness, you should drop your last two picks as well.
1: Well, I already lost one of my players. So I mean, I lost Boogie Cousins. So
0: that's true. Okay, For we're all... still word business. John Wall and uh, and Love do about exactly what Boogie does in one game.
1: Of the twenty four All Stars, we're already down three. How crazy is that?
0: That's depressing. Which, well, you know, maybe we should do once they're they're replaced a uh, a draft with the replacement start. Well,
1: well, I obviously get the first pick in that, right? Because
0: Boogie. No, Cousins I've was... lost two players. I get the first pick.
1: But Boogie Cousins was law, was one of my was like my third pick, second pick.
0: Well, you should have thought of that before you. I lost two players. Oh,
1: because you knew Boogie Cousins was
0: going to blow his Achilles. You shouldn't. You should have picked the team where more people got injured. That's what you should have done. uh, That's a rookie move. Obviously, when doing an all-star draft, you want to pick the team that's going to have the most injuries between the draft and the actual all-star game.
1: Have you seen the thing going around that Team LeBron is cursed?
0: Ooh, I like that. I I like that idea.
1: Because I'm pretty sure all three of them are on Team LeBron.
0: I believe you're right. I think that is true. Um, Kevin Love, though, you know is is out basically probably for the rest of the fantasy season for a lot of people. Except so for, you know, all you Roto players out there, Hey, you know, keep on keeping on. Um, if someone drops one of those players, just pick them up, stash them on your bench. Maybe you'll get them at the, especially Kevin Love. Maybe you'll get them for the, those last few weeks, those last few weeks really matter. Um, a lot of people, you, you got to get quality starts in. So if you, uh, I like to be over on games. But down the stretch, I like to be close to even in case I need to uh, make a run in a certain category or anything like that. But, um, you know, there, there's value to be had there. Is there any interest from you in chaining Fry as a standard league player? Uh, No. Wow. This is just straight no.
1: No. I mean, streaming maybe, but
0: no. Is there any interest of you – with Derrick Rose as Stanley player.
1: Definitely not. I he's mean, not
0: even, he's not even playing. God, God rest in peace, Derrick Rose.
1: Well, and the whole thing so where sad. he, he just went to the bathroom in the middle of the
0: fourth quarter and. People got to go went. to the bathroom.
1: Yeah. But they I mean, you couldn't hold it. I mean, how long is the fourth quarter going to last? I can hold my bladder for like three hours, man.
0: I don't, I don't know. I don't know how badly he had to go to the bathroom. He only had to go number one, not number two. How, it wasn't like maybe, he was going to poo himself. Maybe. Maybe he didn't. I mean, he's, uh, you know, he's no Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce pooped himself on the court. Uh, that's why he had to be taken out in that uh, wheelchair so all the poop didn't fall out. And uh, Derek Rose didn't want to didn't want go down like that. So uh, he went to the bathroom.
1: I'll say this. We'll get off the Cavs because I, I don't really want any Cavs with this Kevin Lemon. No Jay not- Crowder? I'm not going to lie. I just think that they're going to chop and change the minutes so much that none of them are going to be super, super relevant. Um, Another team LeBron player hurt, though, Kyrie Irving. And Brad Stevens not putting out the best message for Mr.
0: Irving today. Did you read this? No, I uh, I heard that he was sitting out this game. I did not hear why.
1: It says, Kyrie Irving out tonight with a right quad bruise. Quote from Stevens. It's not... For sure he'll practice tomorrow play Friday we'll just go day by day and check it out and then he basically went on to say that it didn't seem good for the, at least the next few days and we've seen some of these like bruises that that are actually they actually turn into be bone bruises and the player misses a couple weeks um I'm not saying that's the case here but if you have Kyrie Irving for the rest of the week don't be surprised if he
0: sits up yeah, just, I mean, there's nothing you could do. I would, uh, Kyrie's just too damn good. Um,
1: I'm not too worried about
0: this one. I, team I, LeBron know.
1: curse, man. I'm telling you.
0: Okay, I, I'm with you on the LeBron curse. It sounds like it's it's for real now, but, you know, with these things, a team like Boston is going to be real precautious because so, they're playing for a championship right now. And, it's it's going to um, it's going to be smarter to have Kyrie, you know, sit an extra week to be healthy, so he doesn't, you know, this doesn't continue to aggravate him and he's healthy for the playoffs. I know we're still a far ways away from the actual NBA playoffs, which are going to be actually interesting this year. So that's that's positive uh, until the Golden State Warriors win sweep every round but other than that's going to be interesting
1: alright I got one last injury thing for you and then we can move on to talk about the fake stuff you want to talk about
0: it's not, there's no fake stuff there's no fake news here this is all real shit this is all real uh, fantasy stuff
1: any interest in Frank Kaminsky now that he is at least in the short term starting with Marvin Williams out with a sprained ankle
0: hmm yeah I'm a little, I'm a little intrigued. Played 30 minutes
1: tonight, uh, got 10 shots up, had 11 points, one for a... four on three pointers, three rebounds, two assists, and a steal.
0: Where's Cody Zeller at? Uh, Cody Zeller
1: is a, just got cleared for contact and practice. Um, probably will be back within the next week or so, I would
0: guess. Ah, so it's really for Frank. It's only temporary. They... Um...
1: At least in the past, though, they have not loved playing Dwight Howard and Cody Zeller in the same lineups.
0: No, they have not. Uh, much to everyone's chagrin. Yeah, uh, I'm a little bit interested in Frank. Uh, I, I don't know if I would pick him up in a standard league. I, I, I would stream him. Uh, the Cody Zeller coming back really kind of pooh poos that I think they share minutes there. But 30 minutes out of Frank against Atlanta. You know, not crazy numbers, but you know, there's the opportunity, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's the first key in fantasy, right? Just getting minutes.
0: Yeah, keep an eye on him. Uh, I'm not picking him up in the standard league, though. And uh, no, you were. I think you were uh, misinformed. There is even another injury to talk about. This one's late breaking and. The pun was intended because it was it is breaking news. Um, Isaiah Cannon probably out for the year. Uh, broke his foot off, uh, similar to Gordon Hayward tonight. Um, you know, poor one out for Isaiah Cannon. Speedy recovery. We don't want to see this stuff. Uh, hope he recovers and gets back on the court as soon as possible. But that does mean. There are quite a few minutes at the point guard to uh, you know, about twenty some minutes to to go around in Phoenix right now. Uh, does that mean they actually finally just settle on uh, on playing a point guard for for thirty some minutes? No. No. Who? I mean, I don't know who else they're going to play. Tyler. I think Tyler Ulys is about all they got left. Right.
1: They'll play Devin Booker as the point guard. and Listen, they've had Mike James and Isaiah Cannon playing over Tyler Eulis this year. Must I say more?
0: Yeah, well, okay. Troy they, Daniels I, is
1: in the mix. That's what I mean. Like, like at this point, I think they'll find anybody to play over Tyler Uless. They'll sign some guy on a 10-day or an injury exception contract and play him over Tyler Uless. You know they'll, like, they'll play
0: Josh Jackson at the two.
1: So, I mean, they haven't had Isaiah Cannon for long, right? They signed him off the street, played him over Tyler Eulis Like, anyone who, who wants to tell me Tyler Ulysses is getting 30 minutes a game, I will throw it back in their face because I just don't see it happening. Now, maybe in the short, short term, like, until they can sign somebody, the next game or two, okay, maybe that's possible. But even then, I'm not betting on it.
0: You know, every time, you know, someone should have taught, walked me off the ledge this preseason – with how much I hated the the Bulls franchise. There are no uh, Phoenix Suns, and there are no Sacramento Kings, and there are no Orlando Magic, and they are not even the Knicks. You know what? It's not too bad being uh, that Chicago Bulls front office. So, yeah, this is – I don't think there's anything to terribly gain here other than taking your – this is even more of a wild card streaming – but uh, there is actually good news out of Phoenix, because also late breaking news tonight: Greg Monroe has been bought out. What What does that mean? Let's just start with Greg Monroe. What does that mean for Greg Monroe? Are you taking a flyer on him, thinking he's going to get picked up by someone who needs a starting center, or do you, or are you just going to wait till that plays out?
1: We talked about this, I think, when he got traded to Phoenix, and and probably a few times after that. Even um, the Bucks tried to trade Greg Monroe for how long? Like a year, eighteen months, two years?
0: He's not. He's 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 a free agent.
1: I understand that, but at, gonna pick him up at, at last. Reports now, the money thing isn't an issue, right? He is making a lot of money, and now that he's cut someone can sign him for the minimum. So that issue goes away for some contending teams. But isn't that kind of the teams you don't want to see him on in the sense that like what contending team is going to give him 30 minutes a night? Maybe. The Washington now, they're, Wizards? Really though? They they clearly want to play small. They've got Jan Mahimi and Marcin Gortat. As big men centers, they're yeah, not Marcy playing.
0: Cortez sucks. Mahimi sucks. What
1: what has Gregman? I mean, okay, Greg Monroe is good in the. Greg Enos Monroe cannot category. play defense. So I mean, he's good in the Enos Cantor category, right? Like, okay, he can score the ball if he needs someone to score. But don't the Wizards have plenty of that?
0: Not anymore. Not for the next six to eight weeks. They don't have anyone. Who, they have they have one less player who can score the ball. I'm going to
1: guess, and maybe. The other team I was going to say is maybe the Pelicans. If he signs with the Pelicans, he could fill some of that DeMarcus Cousins time. But I don't know that that makes the Pelicans a better team because he's not a good defender, like you said. Um, Other teams that he goes to, I just don't really see him getting a ton of minutes. And sure, if you're in the 14, 16-team league, sure, pick Greg Monroe up and hold him in a 10- or 12-team league. I don't think I'm even taking the flyer on him just because we haven't seen it for how long now? Like, what what makes us think something's miraculously going to change?
0: Tyler, I I have to disagree with you. Um, When Greg Monroe went to Phoenix, our advice, at least my advice, I was excited. You were less excited, and rightfully so, um, because it was a log jam there. I said, go ahead and take a flyer Greg Monroe. And then he played a, a handful of games, and he looked uh, like a little bit old Greg Monroe. And then they decided to randomly bench him for weeks at a time and play one game and then randomly bench him for another week and then play one more game like to remind people maybe that he exists. I don't know what they were doing there. Here's uh, what I'll say. It didn't make any damn sense. But Greg Monroe, in limited minutes, is a standard league relevant player. And you hit the nail
1: on the head there. That's, I mean, yeah. 20. If he gets 22 minutes, he can be standard league on the fringes of standard league relevancy. But if I'm fighting for a playoff spot, right, which is the people I'm I'm trying to give the advice to right now, I think, why pick this guy up and hold him for maybe he doesn't sign for a week, maybe he doesn't sign for two weeks. I mean, we never know, right? Just because you got bought out doesn't mean you're going to sign tomorrow.
0: Yeah, at this point in the fantasy season, it, uh, picking someone up like Greg Monroe waiting for him to to appear is a luxury only a few people have. Yeah. Right. It's not those, it's not those who don't know if they're going to be in the playoffs.
1: Right. And, and that two weeks of zeros in your, on your roster or a week. I mean, we don't know. Maybe he does sign tomorrow. He could, it could happen, but he could also wait a week or two. Those two or weeks or even one week of zeros could be the difference between you making the playoffs and you not. So until he's got a team, I'm not picking up Greg Monroe in a standard fantasy league.
0: Let's talk about the other side of this equation. Does this mean Alex Lynn, who, when playing uh, starters minutes, is a standard league relevant center, does this mean he becomes the go-to starter on the, on the Phoenix Suns, and now he should be the one who's actually picked up out of this, uh, out of this buyout? Probably not.
1: Um, he's out tonight with an ankle injury, right? Correct. I believe so. So, there's tick number one. We don't really know when he's going to come back. Um, I think he's a great streamer in the sense that you—they're going to tell you Tyson Chandler's not playing tonight. He's out, and when that happens, he could get a lot of minutes. But he's only on a one-year deal now, right? And just, they've never really wanted to give him the minutes for the last how many years? You know what I mean? Like, why would it all of a sudden change now? It's the same organization.
0: It's, it's also the, the same, same roster as it was when the season started,
1: yeah. which
0: was, oh, Tyson Chandler's playing 23 minutes and Gorgon uh not Gorgon Drajic. Who the hell am I talking about? Dragon Bender. Uh, he's a, He uh, exists as a person So he needs like five minutes a game And then Alex Lynn will get like 22 minutes a game This is the, the exact same place they were At the beginning of the season It's worth keeping an eye on To see if all of a sudden they just go You know let's shut Tyson Chandler down Or if Tyson Chandler gets traded near the deadline Something crazy happens And then Alex Lin becomes like the only guy They can go to Then that becomes interesting enough For where I'm going to pick up Alex Lin
1: I'm with you there, but I'll even caution on that a little bit in the sense that couldn't they just play Marquis, Chris, and Dragon Bender, and make those two, the Tyson Chandler's, 25 minutes or 20 whatever minutes?
0: Yeah, certainly that that certainly could happen, but with how good Alex Lynn is in a uh, you know 30 some minute setting, I'm willing to take that flyer.
1: I'm with you there, and even in 20 minutes this year, I mean, 8.1 rebounds matter, almost a block a game. Um, He's doing some things that the percentages are pretty good for a center. He's doing some things you like to see. I just, I am not confident at any point this season that he's going to get a consistent, even lion's share of the minutes, right? Like, even 25 minutes a night. I I would not bet on that consistently happening at, at any point.
0: Yeah, this game against Dallas tonight is not over. Tyson Chandler get, did get the start. Um, it does look like they're heavily relying on their starting five, and old Jared Dudley who's still kicking it. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have old to, Dudley, we'll have to keep track of the situation, just like all the others. All right, let's let's talk about trades. Now they're have surprisingly. There have not been any trades. We have less than a week. But apparently, less- yeah, only a week left. There's going to be a ton of trades in the next... I, I bet you over the weekend there's a lot
1: of trades. 3 p.m. Eastern on Thursday the 8th, so we have less than a week. Well, yeah. probably less than a week when you're listening to this, I should say. Because you might be listening to this when it first, first comes out, and then maybe there's a little bit more than a week. So just
0: be prepared, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, next week. We might be shooting out multiple podcasts. Maybe we'll just save all the trades for later in the night. Um, you got to act quick. So get you on Twitter, pay attention, do what you got to do. The rumor was that Nico Miritich was about to go to the Pelicans and was, uh, you know, getting on a plane, couldn't wait to get out of Chicago. So Bobby Portis didn't punch him in the face again. And <laughs> – Turns out the Pelicans did not want to guarantee Nico's second year, that twelve point five million. So the talks have stalled, but Nico Meritic is not playing with the Chicago Bulls until the trade deadline because they are looking for a trade for Nico. So I, I actually wanted to talk about one, um, Nico to the Pelicans. That's a that's a really good case scenario for Nico because that means he's going to be playing starters minutes instead of the uh, under 30 that he's currently playing now.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, that would have been great for Nico. And I figured you'd be mad as a Bulls fan because they are taking on that extremely bad Omar Ashi contract. And is, is it me or can he just basically, like, not play anymore?
0: I don't know if he can walk. Um, though taking on a big contract and a first round pick is, is kind of exactly what the bulls need to be doing. So I'm not terribly mad about that because that contract with, uh, Omir, if, and if people can remember that far back, um, happened, uh, was a poison pill contract that the bulls did not sign. And Omir back on the bulls is kind of, kind of funny in a weird way. So it's not the worst case scenario, um, because if that first round draft pick turns into something really nice, uh, I don't really care.
1: Well, and you got to figure too, that it's going to be a mid kind of mid round pick there. Um, so that was one of the better case scenarios, right? If you're going to, if you're going to trade to a contender and get a first round pick, you always want it to be one of the guys at the bottom, right? That are fighting for that last playoff spot. Cause it's yeah. a much better pick.
0: And then, you know, what an extra Nico on the Pelicans um, that, doesn't mean the pelicans aren't a lottery pick you know they're they're trying for the playoffs but they're not demarcus cousins i i know they've gotten to the playoffs with just anthony davis before but that that could be a lottery pick well they got the
1: they got the the kings got that last year from them right they were fighting for the playoffs and they traded for boogie and then they ended up it ended up being the 10th overall pick so yeah i mean you're 100 percent right about that
0: You never know, Um, but this does sound like there's a pretty high percentage chance that Nico will be out of the Bulls rotation, and I kind of wanted to ask you if that meant anything positive for the likes of one Bobby Portis, who should be taking a, a decent amount of Nico's minutes back.
1: Well, let's first say this about Nico. He, you're looking at him probably sitting for the next week in the sense that even if a trade goes through tomorrow, he's got to fly to the team, get a physical, yada, yada, yada. Like it's usually a couple of days before we see these guys play. So yeah. at, at the low end, you're looking at, you know, him missing probably at least the next two or three days. So what? And well, I mean, we okay. talked about this earlier, right? This is another zero, could be in your lineup. Now, I'm not saying to right. drop him, but you've got to have a contingency plan for the rest of this week and don't expect to have Miritich at all.
0: Yeah, it it, it does suck, but um, if you can't bear losing or, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like you can find some stuff on the waivers to hold you over and not take a huge L, but to me it's, it's completely worth holding on to Nico for the scenario where he goes and plays 34 minutes a game somewhere else. As for Portis,
1: he's always going to be a much better fantasy player than, than real life player. He's not a rota league guy for me. He just has way too many nights where he shoots like tonight four for 15, like some horrendous percentage because he's just chucking the ball at the basket.
0: Um, yeah, never but met he, a shot he, he, he didn't like, I'll tell you that.
1: He he's usually good for points and rebounds though. I mean I'll say that. Like if he's gonna get twenty-eight minutes a night like he did tonight, he'll get you enough points and rebounds to probably be relevant, at least in a streaming sense in the standard league.
0: Yeah, um I think he's worth streaming. He's played twenty minutes. Well he played yeah, he played twenty minutes tonight. Only ten rebounds though. Eight points, ten rebounds, two assists, a steal, a block. Only like,
1: ten rebounds. We talk about this all the time. There are not that many guys out there grabbing ten rebounds.
0: That's true. He's going to get you good rebounds. So if you if you're in the need for a rebounding forward, um, in a standard league, I, you know I'd be willing to take a flyer on on someone like that. Would you rather take? Would you rather have Bobby Portis playing thirty-two minutes a game, or Alex Lynn playing twenty-five minutes a game?
1: Len not close, Len will shoot better percentages and not make me want to tear my hair out watching him. Well you're not supposed to watch the Bulls. That's the yeah. issue. Well, but part of the fun and fantasy is watching the team play and rooting for your guy and all that business.
0: That is true. Um everyone else in the Bulls, I don't I don't think there's any other big bumps. Um uh, it does mean Cristiano Felicio is probably gonna show up in the roster every once in a while. So all you deep league Cristiano or Felicio fans, you know, get your get your, I mean, I don't know, autograph books back out. I don't know where I was going with that, but uh, go pick them up. I have I have a buddy,
1: and he he's not a huge basketball fan, but he likes to watch basketball. And we were like tooling around the league pass the other day, and we got stopped on the Bulls. Don't don't ask me why. And he said to me, "Do the Bulls have the most fake sounding players in the league? Zipser, they got Fallon." Alicio, Archidiakono, Nawaba, like Poindexter. Yeah, he was making this joke that like making every me. every one of their players sounds like he's not real.
0: Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that joke, <laughs> but um, fair, fair joke, fair enough. Uh, the Bulls got blown out tonight, so you are going to see more minutes out of those starting uh, five. And gave up a nice
1: forty-three point first quarter to the old Trailblazers.
0: I think they gave up a 28 points to CJ McCollum in the first quarter. So, yipes. Uh, Zach Levine might need to learn how to play defense.
1: McCollum drops 50 tonight. That
0: boy CJ McCollum. Yeah, I'm really happy I traded him. Son of a bitch. <laughs> this happens. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. If I drop someone, I dropped Bismack Miyambo and he had like 21 and 16 or something like that the other day.
1: Well, why mm-hmm. would you drop Ismag Biamba? You knew he was going to be good.
0: I was, you know what? I, I was moving on. I had other stuff to do. Uh, it's not the deepest of leagues, so uh, it was. It wasn't the biggest deal in the world. It's not like he got picked back up. Um, I should have just kept him. That was dumb. Same here. Trade CJ McCallum. He drops fifty. Like this happens to me all the time. But somebody on the bench has a great night. Take him off the bench has a terrible night.
1: Your all-star team's falling apart. Your real-life team is in shambles. Mm-hmm. Your fantasy teams are falling apart. Your team in the Listener League isn't even
0: going to make the playoffs. This this is every single season, and I honestly don't know why I play. Right <laughs> around this period in the season, I'm like, why am I doing this? This shit happens every year. Why am I doing this? I have a whole <laughs> podcast sitting around this. This thing I hate brings me, I hate it. All
1: this crap. Hey, you you got up to being tied with old Buckets McGee, though, in the Listener
0: League, so don't feel too bad. Great. Good news. Um, a couple other trades, and these are kind of minor. Um, well, not not this one. I think Tyreek Evans is um, not a minor trade because he is standard league relevant. Um, Evans has been he,
1: amazing this year.
0: He's had a fantastic year, an old school rookie Tyreek Evans looking kind of year. And to me, that does sound like, um, you know, the word on the street is like, you know, half the league is trying to pick him up. So he's definitely going to be traded. And I think that's probably the worst thing that can happen for Tyreek Evans, value wise. Maybe not career wise and life wise, but value wise, it's probably the worst thing that can happen.
1: Uh yeah, probably. I mean, he's kind of the Mr. Do at all do everything here in Memphis this year. And that's why we're seeing the amazing numbers. Um, you gotta think that's not gonna happen on a contending team. At the same mm-hmm. time, if a team like I don't know, the Sixers trade for him, it could be kind of interesting. Him
0: playing. That'd be fun. That. I just I don't know what other I don't know what team that would trade for him that would give him th- over 30 minutes a game.
1: Oh, now, now we talk about this all the time. There's plenty of teams that have a very poor bench. So should sure. we see it playing like the Lou Williams, but like as a starter, minutes, uh, but plus, but plus some starters minutes. So he plays with the starting five and then he just gets all the minutes at the sixth man. You know what I mean? Like, plays down the stretch. I can see him getting pretty close to 30 minutes. That's
0: the best case scenario, and I I really can't think of too many teams where that's going to work out.
1: Like the Pelicans, for example. The Pelicans trade him. Aren't they going to play him like every wing minute they have?
0: Him Uh, and Etuan
1: Moore? Like what other wing do they have they're excited to play other than Etron. Moore? The Pelicans
0: are the exception to the rule because they only have like one player on their team.
1: Okay, I'll find you another team then. How's that sound?
0: Yeah. That's an easy one. And also, Tyreek Evans was already on the Pelicans.
1: Yeah. And they were the ones like who would, right? The last year, they would only play him like 20 minutes a game and they kept resting him back to backs because they kept saying he was an injury risk and all this. Yeah. I'm not,
0: you know what? Tyreek's not going to be happy to be back. So I I don't, I wouldn't, if he goes to the Pelicans, I don't want him either. He's going to reduce in value either way.
1: Well, you definitely don't want him on the Cavs either, right? Because the Cavs just have 8,000. wing players to play and none of them sound like great options but they're all still there um, you keep here in Boston that doesn't sound too bad especially with Marcus Smart out yeah. that seems like a situation where he could get some pretty good minutes
0: I, I do think he'll still stay relevant right but he's just not he's not gonna be running an offense like he does now and he, he's, How about not the- play, I just, he's not gonna play 31 32 minutes a game no matter where he goes
1: if I had to bet, if you said the line's 30 minutes over under on a new team, I would probably bet the under as well. Yeah. But there are a couple situations where
0: you could see him getting more than that. So on the flip side of this, it does mean Tyreek Evans is probably leaving Memphis, and that is 31 minutes to go around. Is there anyone in particular on this Memphis roster that maybe someone would want to do a preemptive pickup?
1: Well, I got this very question this afternoon, so I will throw it to you. Oh. Would you rather have, now that Tyreek is, well, virtually gone, Brooks or Wayne Seldon?
0: Cool. I have to choose?
1: Wayne Selden. 17 and 24 points in the last two games. Just saying. Yeah, points are cool.
0: Um, Dylan Brooks,
1: four steals tonight in 40 minutes against the Pacers.
0: Just saying. Points are cool. They're not that cool. And um, looking at, I mean, you know, it's not like I look at Wayne Seldon's life every day. Um, That's not true. You do. You do. I know know you do. I stalk him online. Yeah. I think it has to be Dylan Brooks because while Wayne Seldon will probably get more minutes out of this deal because Dylan Brooks is already playing, Dylan Brooks does more fantasy-friendly things. The steals, the blocks, none of that stuff's there for Wayne Seldon. He can't shoot free throws. and uh, Dylan Brooks, while he's not a very good free throw shooter either, the steals are um, a little bit more interesting with him. He does get more rebounds, shoots threes, uh, across the board. He's just a little bit better, and so I'd go with I would go with Brooks.
1: I said the same thing, but I will couch it by saying this statement: If I need a home run play at the end of a matchup where I need twenty five points from a guy who is not really. You know, so on the waiver wire, um, he had a 31-point game on January 20th in 27 minutes. He had a 13-point game in 14 minutes on January 15th, and he had 17 to 24 points the last two games. His production is very highs and lows, right? And so if you need a huge game, I would take Wayne Seldon probably over Dylan Brooks, but that would probably be the only time I would ever do it.
0: If all three of these players were getting 30 minutes, the two you mentioned, and Mario Chalmers, and you needed a decent points and assists night and steals, so between Chalmers, Brooks, and Selden, who are you picking up off the waiver?
1: I just need a get decent,
0: minutes. decent
1: points, assists. Well, if, if it steals, right? I mean, obviously Chalmers is a real good at steals. If I need all three categories, I'm probably going Dylan Brooks. I feel pretty safe if he's getting thirty minutes, at him getting like 12, 13 points, pretty close to a steal a game, and two or three two or three assists. Um, it's not sexy, but I feel like he's. Pretty safe, pretty consistent. Whereas the other guys kind of all ride the, ride the roller coaster.
0: If for some strange reason they give Mario Chalmers the the starting point guard position, would you pick him up in a standard league? A standard league?
1: I don't. Has he not been the starting point guard since Mike Conley's been out? And... Um,
0: I don't think he's been starting. I'd have to go do some research on that. Uh, Nope, not he has not been starting, but he has been playing uh, over the last few weeks. uh, Only around twenty-four minutes a game. He
1: was starting though, was hurt, and then they said they wanted to limit his minutes because they were worried about his Achilles or whatever that he had last year. Yeah, he started like the first three or four, five games when Mike Conley first. He has
0: started uh, this year. But uh, over the last few months, he has not.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just don't think they want to play in huge minutes. Like, if you said to me, Mario Chalmers gets 30 minutes the rest of the season, I'd factor crap,
0: I'd say crap. Is factor crap, uh, is that a phrase? That... That's a board game. Factor crap? Yep. So crap. You, you either choose to tell someone like a, tr- it's like truth or dare. Uh no, either there's, tell a like, like truth. Or you go take a crap. There's, like, cards, and you read the
1: statement, and then, like, the people have to put, like, guess if it's factor crap, and then, like, you get points.
0: Hmm. Um, you know, call me old-fashioned, man. Give me a good old board game.
1: Like what? If you if you could play any board game right now, I'm like, what would it be?
0: You know, I, uh, always liked,
1: uh, Monopoly. That's probably my favorite board game, too. It's a little
0: long. A little strategy in it. of uh, Catan is always a good game. It's not really a traditional board game. It's not like I played it when I was a child. I never Man even heard it. of it, so I don't know what, what? you... Settlers Catan is very popular. Um, and shout-out to any of the listeners out there. Feel free to tweet at me if you know Keys to the Kingdom. An old-school... A ridiculously sized board game with like multiple dimensions and worlds. Keys to the Kingdom, really cool board game when you are 10 or when you're in your thirties, who cares? Gotta I get thought, she, board. thought you were going to go somewhere completely different for that. Um, I'm not even going to ask. So um, other than this, Oh, JJ Reddick's back, everybody. If he's available, pick him up, obviously. And uh, Joakim Noah, in the most important news of the day, is demanding a trade out of out of New York. Do you care? Not even a little bit. All right. Well, I care about Joakim Noah. He's one of my favorite basketball players. But I do not care fantasy wise one single bit. Um, I think that is really that is it for tonight, Tyler. Is there anything else we missed? No, man, I think that's it. All right. Another, um, you know, news filled podcast. Um, I I have a feeling these weeks are going to be real crazy and then there's going to be nothing going on.
1: Yeah, that's usually how it is.
0: Oh, well, well, I think that's it. Uh, Tyler, do you got anything uh, else to plug? No,
1: man, not really. Or should people tweet at you? Uh you can find me at watsy four four
0: four four perfect and you can find me at watch the boxes if you guys like the podcast uh have feedback for the podcast want to ask a listener question ask about your teams, feel free to tweet at us and uh we'll we'll throw your question on the show and listen rate and review us it really really helps it really does um it's a big deal for us shows you appreciate what we're doing. And it helps new people find the show. Also, if you play Daily Fantasy, join Draft.com. It's it's definitely better than whatever fantasy site you're using. And use the promo code BOXES. uh, That helps support the show as well. And I think that's it for tonight. So we will catch you guys uh, either in an emergency trade podcast here in the very near future or uh, next week. Thanks, everybody.